You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today we have another edition of Declutter With Me. We have been doing Declutter With Me episodes, I think, since the spring now. So we have several different areas of the home that we've tackled. And today, we are going to tackle the kitchen. And while I never talk about the holidays this early on in the podcast, the next couple of Declutter With Me episodes are actually going to be focused on some holiday-specific decluttering. So what does that even mean? (laughs) It just means areas of our home that might be more frequently used during this season or maybe areas that could use a little less before the more comes in like think kids toys we're going to talk about kids stuff and kids toys next month but this month we're going to talk about the kitchen I love being in the kitchen more at this time of year I love making like cozy food like soups and chili and stews and I love baked goods like pumpkin muffins. And as we get to even colder weather and the holidays, I just want to be cooking and baking even more. And in October, we have, I for us, I feel like we're going to more parties and going to get togethers for football games or Halloween parties, things like that. Now I'm making it sound like I have this great big social life. That's not the case, but Regardless, this time of year, I'm just going to family and friend gatherings more often than I maybe did in other parts of the year. So again, in the kitchen, putting something together, whether it's even just like a fruit and veggie plate or I'm actually making something to bring with me. It's helpful to have an easier to navigate kitchen at this time of year. And it's easier to have an easier to navigate kitchen at any time of year, really, because an uncluttered kitchen is just always a good idea because many people will say that the kitchen is the heart of the home. And I have to agree with that. I do cook dinner almost every night. Nothing crazy. Like we rotate the same 10 things for weeks on end. But I also really like to cook eggs for breakfast pretty often throughout the week. And even if I didn't cook much, my kids are just constantly in the kitchen asking for their next snack. And the kitchen gets messy multiple times a day for us. So a less cluttered kitchen just makes all the difference because my kitchen is going to be messy whether it's cluttered or not. If it's messy and cluttered, then it just gets overwhelming. So let's make our kitchen less overwhelming. The goal of these Declutter With Me episodes is for you to listen to them in the background while you do some decluttering in your house. Today's Declutter With Me is going to be a little bit different. Usually, I kind of guide you through my own decluttering session of the kitchen, and then I leave you with some tips for your own decluttering. But today... 
I'm going to do something different. So I have created this 30-day guided journal for the holiday season, and I'm really excited about it. It's called Your Minimalish Holidays, and the goal of this journal is to help you focus on what matters most in your holiday season. Like for me, as I'm going into the holiday season, as I'm even thinking about the holiday season, I get excited. Even October, like even this month that we're in right now, I love this month and I get so excited about the fall festivals. I get so excited to go to the pumpkin patch and uh, I get excited to do the fall things with my kids and enjoy like the last bits of warmer weather, but also just savor that cooler weather that comes in when it's still bearable to be outside for long amounts of time. And I love the holiday season and I love all the things that come along with it. But what happens at this time of year is that we get caught up, at least for me, we get caught up in the consumerism, the rush, and the stress of the season, even if we really are trying to focus on the stuff that matters most. Those things can catch us anyways, because there's just a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves this time of year, and when we're putting that kind of pressure on ourselves to like make all the magic and do everything and get the best gifts, and whatever else is the kind of pressure that you put on yourself. Um, That pressure distracts us from the things that matter most. So I could really talk for a very long time about all of that because I just wrote a full 30 days of like short essays on the topic. So let me just quickly tell you a little bit more about this journal before we dive in because... This episode is actually coming straight from the journal. It's not just a journal that like has a bunch of blank space for you to write in. It's actually almost like a collection of essays, 30 days of essays. And with those essays comes like a question or directions to reflect or do some type of action step to go along with it. Um, All focused on defining your values for the holiday season and releasing the pressure of this season and releasing whatever other distractions come your way to focus on what matters most. It goes through the four pillars of a minimalist life, which I've talked about on this podcast before, but pillar one of those four pillars is to live with less stuff, and it is all about decluttering. So we go through a six-day decluttering challenge in pillar one in the journal, and those days of decluttering are focused on things that would help us relieve the stress of the holiday season, like the kitchen, like I just mentioned about the kitchen. So I'm actually going to redo this excerpt from the kitchen day. I'm going to add some commentary too to bring us a full-on Declutter With Me Kitchen Edition episode. Let's go ahead and dive into the kitchen day, the Declutter the Kitchen Day of the Holiday Decluttering Challenge from Your Minimalish Holidays. Okay, so day 14 is decluttering the kitchen. In the 30 days of your minimalish holidays, by the way, only six of them are focused decluttering challenges. But today is one of them. So day 14, the kitchen. We are decluttering the kitchen. And so we have arrived at what I personally believe is the least fun part of the decluttering challenge. And this decluttering challenge, just to give you more insight into it, It includes decluttering the entryway, the kids' toys, arts and crafts, the kitchen, the living room, 
and then holiday decor. But right smack dab in the middle of that, like I said, we've got the kitchen. And I personally believe it's the least fun part of the decluttering challenge. I don't know why, but I am always avoidant of kitchen decluttering. The good news is that our goal isn't to declutter our entire kitchen and every unnecessary kitchen appliance that we have tucked away in some cabinet somewhere. We're not going through every nook and cranny of the kitchen unless you want to. Maybe you have a small kitchen. Maybe it would be really quick for you to to go through the whole thing. Or maybe this is just a maintenance declutter for you. But anyways, the goal is to simply make our kitchens an easier space to navigate as we either host or just enjoy all the cozy holiday-themed foods and baking that we plan to do this season. A less cluttered kitchen makes it easier to navigate our most used items and find the items that we may use more occasionally, which the holiday season, this time of year, brings out those occasional kitchen appliances sometimes. But a simplified kitchen also makes it much less tedious to get meals on the table every day, not just during the holiday season. And the people need to be fed. When we're in a busier season, like the holiday season, then it's even more important for things to be simplified so that we can get the people fed. So let's do ourselves a favor and spend 20 minutes or so in our kitchen today and make the rest of the time that we spend there this holiday season a lot more delightful. My simple suggestion for a quick kitchen declutter Number one is to reflect on what isn't working in your kitchen. What areas are driving you crazy? Write these areas down, list them out for reference as you tackle your kitchen. And then number two, set the timer and tackle as many listed areas as possible. It's simple. It's very simple, this method. But the idea is we are just taking time to think through our plan of action and creating our own personalized plan of action before we truly dive in and just go at it. I think if we have a plan, if we have laid out like our most important areas to tackle, we are more likely to keep going. If we just go into it and like open a random drawer and start going, I don't know. For me, it doesn't usually work. Like I might get that drawer done, but then I just don't know where to go next. My mind wanders to something else and I find myself just walking out of the kitchen, never coming back to finish decluttering. Because when it comes down to it, there's just so many different things. Like there's the fridge and decluttering all of the leftovers that might have been from last week that probably aren't good to eat anymore. Or there is the pantry, which might have things tucked away from months ago that nobody's going to eat it because you don't like it. You like bought it to try it out and it's just sitting in your pantry. Or maybe your pantry has just gotten out of order. And then there's all the drawers that might have gotten mixed up by little hands that put away dishes and don't put them in the right place or other people that put away dishes and don't put them in the right place. It's funny because in my kitchen, we moved in. I mean, it's probably been almost half a year since we moved in, but I don't feel like we ever really came to an agreement on where things go with some of the drawers in our kitchen. And so I feel like I'm constantly looking for certain things that are everyday items because my husband will put it one place and I think it should be in another place. And neither of us are right or wrong, but it's just that like we have different ideas and we've never really come to like, oh, this is the actual layout of the kitchen. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's just like having frequently used items in a more accessible place with a better flow 
And for me, that is the biggest thing that I need to figure out in my kitchen. So that's where I'm going with my decluttering session. All right, I went off track. I told you I was going to read you <laughs> my uh, entry, my day 14 for the kitchen decluttering challenge in the, the holiday journal, but I read you some of it and then I just went off track with my own commentary. So we are reining it back in. I have some questions for us to consider when it comes to decluttering our kitchen when items come into question. So you are going along and decluttering and you look at an item and you're thinking, should I get rid of this or not? Here are some questions that might help you. One, when was the last time that I used this item? And do I have a real plan to use the item in the future? Number two, is this item taking up a lot of space that I could use for something else? Number three, is this a one-trick appliance? Like, it only does one thing. And do I have something else that can do the same thing? Number four, if this is a sentimental item, which isn't used very often, but it is sentimental to you, is there somewhere else I can store it if I do want to keep it? So if you want to keep this sentimental item, is there somewhere else for you to store it? Other than in the kitchen where it is now, that made you come across it while decluttering. And then number five, why do I feel hesitant to get rid of this item even though I don't use it? And sometimes that question can bring up like, okay, maybe this is a sentimental item. And in that case, again, is there somewhere else you can store it? Um, does it really, like do the sentimental memories, are they actually held in that item? Or could you let it go? Or could you give it away to someone else in your family who would actually have use for it? Um, depending on like the reason it's actually sentimental. I want to take a quick break to tell you about the sponsor that is making today's episode possible. You may have heard me talk about Milio photos already on the show, and that's because it is taking my camera roll that has been so chaotic for so many years and making it organized. Milio has extensive organizational tools that will suit your needs and help you organize through notes, calendars, folders. It's a free app and it is a solution to managing not just your photos, but also your digital life. Milio Photos makes it easy to protect, organize, and share a lifetime of memories from photos and videos to even receipts and important documents if you want to store those kind of things in Milio as well. Milio Photos creates a universal library of all your digital files, which are maybe right now scattered across a bunch of different devices puts it all into one place and it doesn't require the cloud. You actually get to privately manage all the files on the device that you own. I wanna tell you a couple of things that I love most about Mileo. First of all, I love the search features. This was a problem for me with my chaotic camera roll. I just couldn't find the photos that I was looking for. So the calendar on Mileo is really great. You can search through the calendar and find your photos by date and time but there is amazing search features as well that use AI and help you find anything you need. And then the last thing I love so much is the decluttering features. So there are a couple different features that help you find duplicate photos and then a feature that helps you find similar photos. Don't wait, organize your digital life today. Download Mylia Photos for free on your computer or mobile device by going to our special URL, mylio.com minimalish. That's M-Y-L-I-O dot com slash minimalish. So download Mylio Photos for free right now at mylio.com slash minimalish. 
So these questions can help you come to a decision about items that you're unsure of. Reminder of what I think is like the best decluttering trick. If you are hesitant to let go of an item, put it in a box somewhere away from your kitchen and give it an expiration date. Set a reminder in your phone right now, like set a Google calendar or whatever calendar that you use. Set a reminder for like 30 to 60 days in the future, how, whatever timeline seems good for you. If you did not use that item, if you didn't even think about it in that timeline, then maybe it's a good time to get rid of it. Another important note is if you have the space for an item and you feel hesitant to get rid of it and it's not like getting in your way daily, then it's okay to keep it. It's okay. It, we do not have to pursue less for the sake of less in our kitchens or in any area of our homes. We are decluttering for the purpose of functionality. So if this thing is like a hesitation for you, for me, I'm going to give you an example. I have a Keurig. I do not use it at all right now. But I am weird about coffee. I go through phases of like what I want to use for my coffee machine. So here's why I know this about myself. I, when I was pregnant, I was so disgusted by the taste of Nespresso pods. And so I got rid of my Nespresso. But as soon as I had my baby, I wished that I still had that Nespresso because I wanted a quick option for coffee. I ended up getting a Keurig instead, which debatable if that was a good decision, um, and I used it for a while. But then I wanted a regular coffee pot again, and I found one on Buy Nothing. I found a Ninja coffee maker on Buy Nothing, which was amazing, and I still use that to this day. But I do keep the Keurig, and I have lots of basement storage, and right now that Keurig is stored in my basement. Will I ever come back to it? I do not know. I don't know if I'm ever going to come back to using the Keurig, but I don't want to get rid of it because I, the past, if the past says anything about me, it is that eventually I might come across a very busy season again where I want super quick coffee. So that's where I'm at with it. And you know what? Maybe next time I maintenance declutter my kitchen and my kitchen items, I will decide differently and I will let it go but it's not in my way in the kitchen. It's not taking up any kind of valuable space, so I am going to keep it. So I just wanted to walk you through that because I think so much of the decluttering advice out there is like get rid of everything. And I will tell you that although there are not many times that I regret getting rid of an item, I think that impulsive idea of just getting rid of everything has kind of led me down the wrong road at some point or another. And I hesitate to even say all of that because I don't want you to feel like, oh, maybe I should keep this thing or should I not? It's not meant to confuse you more. It's just meant to be an example of if this is an item that you think that you will use in the future, either do that trick where you give yourself an expiration date if you really need to get it out of there because it is taking up space or put it somewhere where it's not going to take up valuable space if you have the extra storage space. The thing is that we can't do that with everything because if we did that with everything, like if we are struggling to let go of anything, then the stuff is going to pile up so much. Even if you do have a lot of storage space, the stuff is going to pile up so much that it is going to be a burden to ever go through it or to ever find what you are storing. So this is a limited use situation. Do not use the card of like, oh, I have space, so I'm going to keep it. 
don't use that often. Just use it when it feels like it's actually warranted. Okay, it's hard to just read a short essay to you for a podcast episode because I'm so used to reading my notes for the episode and then just riffing off of those. So that's what we're going to continue to do. But I am going to get us back to the essay from day 14 of your minimalish holidays. Okay, so on day 14 of your minimalish holidays, I also talk about holiday kitchen items. So when it comes to holiday hosting items, such as holiday plates, holiday mugs, like kids' plates and mugs for the holidays, cups, whatever. I know that these items can take up a lot of space and also feel bulky when they are only used once per year. So in this situation, we are in the holiday season. So it's going to look a little bit different than a typical kitchen declutter. I would say if you're decluttering your kitchen at any other time of year, these items probably are still going to come into question unless you store them away with your holiday decor. My suggestion for this quick holiday declutter, since we're decluttering these items during the holiday season, since we're decluttering our kitchen during the holiday season, I suggest to keep these items for this season and see how much you actually use them. If you have a lot of them, definitely declutter some of them. Again, this is one time a year that you are using this holiday-themed kitchen stuff. One time a year. So how much of it do you really need? On the other hand, if it brings you joy for this one time a year, then you should keep it. I love to have a holiday mug. I have like a mug that says let it snow and I have a mug that says Mary. I keep them in my kitchen year round at the top shelf of my mug area. And I don't have a ton of other mugs, so it's not a burden to me to have those mugs. And I use them throughout the whole holiday season. I use the snow one throughout the whole winter. But if I had like 10 holiday mugs, that might be a little bit out of hand. Like there's no reason to have 10 holiday mugs, at least for me. So if you have a lot of them, you can declutter the ones that you use the least. But if you just have a few holiday items, hosting items, whatever it is, keep the items for the season and make note of how much you use them. If you don't even use them during the holiday season, obviously you have your answer, right? Let go of them. But if you do use them, and if they bring joy to you and your family, like the kid holiday stuff, my, my kids, especially my oldest, my youngest doesn't know yet, but my oldest loves to have a holiday plate and a holiday placemat. And to me, that's worth the storage space. Now, some of it I do store with my holiday decor. Others I store in the kitchen. Like I said, the holiday mugs I do store in the kitchen, but pretty much everything else I store with my holiday decor. And I don't have much. I have holiday mugs and I have, I think, a couple of holiday kids' plates and placemats. And that's all that I feel the need to have. I actually did just buy more holiday mugs at Goodwill because I've started hosting these once a month homeschool tea times. But I have a purpose for it. Like I know why I bought them and I know what they'll be used for. So that's just what I encourage you to do. If you are decluttering your kitchen, you come across these like once a year use items or one season a year use items. Just think about how often you use them. Think about if it's worth it to you to use up that storage space. And if it is, then keep using that storage space. Now, if you can store them away from your kitchen for the time of year that you're not using them, then I, I recommend doing that. 
if you have a high up shelf in your kitchen that is the perfect spot for them, then do that as well. But I'm just saying if they're getting in your way, taking up valuable kitchen space, see if you have another place where you could store them. All right. So that is all for the holiday kitchen decluttering challenge. That is what I bring to you in day 14 of the journal and much more because I just gave a lot of commentary on it as well as we were talking. But I do end it by saying it's time to put on your favorite podcast or holiday music, start your brainstorm, and tackle the kitchen. And that's what I encourage you to do as well. Now, I don't really listen to holiday music this early in the year. Maybe you do, and if so, more power to you. But whatever day that you're tackling this, you know, I do a lot better decluttering or cleaning if I have something on in the background, whether that is music that motivates me to keep going because it makes it the whole process more enjoyable or a podcast or even like a YouTube decluttering video. My daughter, my oldest daughter loves, if we are decluttering together, she loves for me to put on a YouTube decluttering video and we just try to find a random one that has like good fun music in the background. So one thing I do at the end of each day of this decluttering challenge in my journal in the in your minimalist holidays is I put a little reminder. So I'm going to give you that reminder right now. We're not aiming for perfection during this season or any season. We're not aiming to declutter our entire house in one day or in one swoop, right? We're just aiming for being less cluttered than we were before. And if you are decluttering during the holiday season or even in these coming months before the holidays, and I don't know, life tends to be a little busier these months. And there's lots of other things that we could be doing with our time. There's often some fun events that we could be attending. For us, the weekends get full. So if I'm using a weekend to do some decluttering, I want to keep it short and simple. So we're just aiming for being less cluttered than we were before. That idea of just like 1% better, if we keep going 1% better and 1% better, eventually we're a lot of percents better. So it adds up. The little, small, short efforts that you put in add up to a big impact eventually. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful to kind of walk you through my own thought process when decluttering kitchen items and even things that I'm hesitant to let go of. Maybe you fully disagree with my controversial decluttering advice and that's okay. We are all different. We all have our own kind of ways to approach this. Always take what I say and measure it up to your own goals and your own values, of course. But I just hope more than anything that it motivated you to do a little bit of decluttering yourself and to get even just 1% better, 1% less overwhelmed in your home. If you enjoyed this episode, would you share it with a friend? You could share it by texting it to a friend or share it on Instagram or wherever you like to share things. I always love to see when you are sharing the show as well and different ways that you're listening to it. Like if you tag me because you're listening to it while you're waiting to pick up your kids from school, whatever. I just love to see the different ways that you are listening. So definitely tag me. I can only see it if your account's not private, but you can always send it to me if your account is private so that I can see it. And yeah, I just, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm grateful anytime you share the show. 
grateful that you're here listening in. And I will continue to tell you more about your minimalish holidays as we get closer to the release date. And I will talk to you right back here on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.